Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, the Common Sense Psychic with Phyllis King. Phyllis brings a unique and down-to-earth style with her Common Sense Psychic readings and spiritual dialogue with callers and guests. Here's your host for the Common Sense Psychic, Phyllis King. Well, good afternoon and happy Friday. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic, and today is an on-air readings day, and I'm looking forward to your calls and questions. If you'd like to get on the air this hour, the number is 917-889-2894, 917-889-2894. And I'm a little bit late opening the chat room, but it is open now, and if you would like to submit a question through the chat room, you can do that as well. Uh, just a quick update and reminder, the way I tune in is by name. So if you're going to ask me about a person, place, thing, job, whatever the situation is, knowing the name. So a relationship, your name, the person we're going to talk about. If it's a property you're trying to sell, the street name it's on, uh, a job you're interested in, then it's like the the role that you're looking for or the company name. It just really helps me focus. It's kind of like uh, when you light up like a Christmas tree. So that's what's going on there. Uh, Let's see. um, If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, a little updates here. Tomorrow is my love class. It starts for eight weeks, calling in the one, seven weeks to attract the love of your life. It actually ends up being eight weeks because we take a break in between the middle. Great class. I do have a couple spaces available if any of you would like to join me. Uh, Looking for love, hasn't been working out, or you keep attracting the same partner, great, great experience to do that. Um, Just for more information, visit my website, phyllisking.com. Also, my new uh, program, uh, The Success Formula, How to Turn What You Want into What You Have in 2016, that is now available. And I have created a series of video lessons. They're about two minutes in length, most of those, which describe the primary principles, and most of those are on Facebook, but you can certainly find them on my YouTube channel as well, Um, and those keep coming up every couple of days. Um, Anything else I need to share with you? Well, we're in a Mercury retrograde. I think we should start talking about that. Uh, We've had this incredible energy, actually, that hit the first of the year, and so many of my clients and my friends this fast-moving, aggressive energy, which is really forcing conclusions, if you will, forcing definition. And they seem to be starting to revolve as mid-month comes around here. Um, but you, you, you have that rough, fast-moving energy and combine that with a mercury retrograde, which is sort of an energy which is reflective in nature. It says, let's take this time to do self-care, to clean up, to review our plans and strategies and such for uh, the new year. Not, let's not really try and press forward. So it's, it's kind of an interesting uh, set of energies. But I expect that all of us, as we get through January here, 
It should ease up. You know, I think January 26th is when Mercury officially goes direct. And it does take a couple of days for things to really sort themselves out. But by month's end, most of us should be feeling through some of the most tumultuous challenges we've been experiencing and sort of that stop and start energy, which has been somewhat frustrating, that should also dissipate. So, And I'll be curious to hear your stories about, you know, if you've been experiencing that. I actually put that comment out on Facebook a few days ago, and I, I just uh, was bombarded with responses. So um, I don't think I'm too off the mark there. Now, let's see. I am screenerless today, so I haven't had a chance to find out who's on the hold and who has what questions, so we're just going to kind of go for it, and I do it by who's been on hold the longest. There's no rhyme or rhythm other than that. Um, And just when you get on the air, please tell me your name, tell me where you're calling from, and what we're going to talk about. Let's just get right to it. So I'm going to start with area code 508, and caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, um, my, my name is Mary. I'm calling from New Jersey. Hi, Mary. So, Hi. what's what are we going to talk about today? Okay, um, my um, my husband and I have been having some uh, relationship issues, and we have a young daughter that we just had about uh, nine months ago, and um, so it's kind of been a little rough. Like, uh, it's um, a lot of our issues have kind of come to a head at this point. Um, so Mm -hmm. he, he, he came to live, uh, where, like we, he traveled to come live with me when we first started dating. So he went home, um, for a little while and he'll be back, uh, tomorrow, but we, we separated for about a a week just to kind of, uh, clear the air. Um, and I'm just curious if what you see coming up for our relationship. Wow. That's super intense. That would qualify Mm -hmm. under super intense. Yeah, just one quick yeah, one quick question here. Um so your daughter coming into the equations, it seems like it just kind of exacerbated what was already underlying and it sort of brought more focus to it cuz the added pressure and responsibility or was it before that uh, that uh, um, you know or was it just with your daughter coming? Um I think it just progressively gotten more intense honestly just like um Mm-hmm. I, when she was first born, um, it was difficult. Obviously, we're first-time parents, so it was a little hard. Um, but uh, the issues that we had were still there uh, before she was here. I think you're right. It's just sort of um, um, like focus them more because I feel like any um, any sort of disagreements or things that happen between the two of us now having a daughter, it's a lot more of a high-risk situation because you have a little child in a situation where if, you know, they're arguing or if there's any sort of an right. agreement or mistrust, it doesn't really work with, um, you know, Absolutely. raising a, a child. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and it's not uncommon at this time when you think that having a baby and becoming parents should be a really happy time, and it is on a lot mm-hmm. of levels but it does bring up all of the things that you don't agree on, all of the things, you know, it just comes to the surface. So it's Mm -hmm. not surprising. So, um, and what's your husband's first name, if you would, please? His name's Matt. Okay. Well, look at, it's not all for, you know, you guys aren't dead in the water here, which is the good news, you know, that there is a desire on both of your parts to try and figure it out. The problem is you don't know how, 
Neither of you exactly knows what to do that you haven't done to make it better. And you know what that means? It means you need some additional input. You guys are going to need coaching or counseling. You're going to need somebody to help you through it and someone other than your friends and your family members because, A, they're not objective, and, B, they don't know. You need someone who really understands these dynamics and can give you some practical tools and uh, techniques to try on, you know, because you're at a different place in your life and, uh, and your relationship is at a different place and it's kind of urgent and critical. So are you guys open and willing to do that? Oh, definitely. Like we actually were seeing awesome. the counselor. We went a couple times, but then things seemed to get better and we were both like, and we said, ah, you know, we missed an appointment and then we kind of never even like bothered to uh, go back again. Now, but now see, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's a mistake a lot of people make. And it's like, it's like somebody who needs antidepressants and it takes about three or four weeks for those meds to kick in. They start taking mm-hmm. the drugs, they start feeling better, then they think they don't need it anymore. And counseling right. is pretty much the same, that you can start feeling better because people, you know, you're getting support and you think you don't need it anymore. Um, but I think you want to do some really specific work, probably something uh, along the lines of anamago therapy. Like there's a great book out there called Making Love Work, or I think that's the name of it, called Harville Hendrick. And okay. he became famous about 20 years ago when Oprah had him on her show and stuff. But he sort of really defines the Imago model uh, because oftentimes, you know, couples will have complaints about each other. They think they're, you have a complaint that he's not doing something or he's a certain way and he has one too. Mm-hmm. And when you get in the therapeutic situation, you find out that usually your complaints are the same. I can't right, trust right. you. You're not being supportive. You don't listen. And so there's a, you know, there's some core issues that go far beyond the marriage that are probably being stimulated in both of you. That's the long and the short of it. So I encourage you guys to take a little bit different approach toward therapy and make absolute certain that you are, that you do have a new mindset and new tools to deal with these problems. And, you know, I have faith you guys can get through this. You both want to. You both love each mm-hmm. other. You both value family. You love your daughter. And mm-hmm. you guys would like to keep it together if you could. So if you can get the right intervention, I believe that you can fix this thing and feel better, gosh, soon. And so I the urgency so. and the I, drastic I feelings. Advice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Thank you. All right, Mary. Thank you so much. Do update me. Absolutely. Okay. When things turn for you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, love. You're welcome. Yes, you know, we forget. I think some of us think asking for help is a sign of weakness, but it's actually a strategy for success, and it's one of the most courageous things a person can do. And I know sometimes in my business, people feel like, oh, if I'm coaching or I'm on a regular plan with you, I'm not doing, you know, it's a strategy for success. And even to this day in my life, I coach, I talk to people, I I have mentors, you know, because no matter how far along we are, there's plenty we don't know. And we always have something to learn. And it's good to stay in that mindset. All right, let's see, area code 484. I call her, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, hey, this is Tonetta calling. Oh my gosh, from Philadelphia? Yes. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, 
I know, I know, I know. And everything that you have told me in the past has come true and is very accurate. So that's why I'm calling you again. I found your show. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, I got to call her because, you know, I've had other readings because I couldn't find you. And, you know, they're telling me that Dan the Man is going to move in in February. I don't know, Phyllis. I don't know. You know, you know. Well, last time I gotta, I gotta kind of get up to speed here. Last time I remember speaking to you, I thought he has moved to Florida or something, and you know, he like, moved. He what? moved. Okay, he moved to Louisiana. Remember, Louisiana. And I had, okay, and I, I had psychics telling me he was going to make a life there. Blah blah blah. But you said he was coming back and that he was going to reunite with me um, in the summertime, and that absolutely came true. He came back. He okay. came back, Phyllis. Okay, and so where do things stand with you this minute? Are you guys together or apart in this on again, off again <laughs> craziness? Right, right now, right now it's off. <laughs> but but he did contact me. Yes, it's off because I put it off, and he did contact me in December, and I was very grouchy. So he, he's <laughs> off again. But I have readers saying that by. By this weekend, he's going to contact me, and by February, he's going to, you know, say, let's live together. Let's get this going. So I don't know, Phyllis, uh-huh. what, what's, go- what's going on. Well, you know, I, I think you guys can take a page out of Mary from New Jersey, her, her call. <laughs> you guys want this. You guys clearly have a connection. You clearly, you know, you keep coming back and going through these breakups and get backs together. I mean, well, you that's, know, that's he a keeps, hard way to Phyllis, go. He, Phyllis, he keeps coming back. I thought when he moved to Louisiana, we were rid of him. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. No, wrong. And then, but you, you know, let him he, in. You let him back in. It's like when he knocks yeah. on the door, you open it. You don't say go away. So that's what I'm well, saying. You guys keep sometimes choosing. I sometimes I give him a hard time. I tell him to go away. Like in December, I just said, nope, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, look, so, at, I'm just I'm I'm teasing you a little bit, but I'm also serious a little bit. Taking a page out of Mary's book, that I do think you guys are coming back together. Are you going to live together? I hope not. Not yet, but I mean, it's possible. You guys could do anything. You're like the most volatile, crazy couple I've come across in a long time, and that obviously translates into passion. But we want it to tone down a little bit and have some consistency because over time, mm-hmm. it just wears you out, and it makes you not mm-hmm. trust each other, and it makes it hard to open up. Blah blah blah. So yes. when you guys come back together, you guys need a plan. It's not just let's move in together. It's really like how are we going to avoid hurting each other and going back and forth in this insanity? What can we mm-hmm. and a real plan in place? But you guys are back in it with one another in February, so maybe even a little bit before. So, you know, you so just you, are you, you know are you what saying you are you do. saying that he's on his way back again? Yes. Oh God, why? <laughs> What what does he want, Phyllis? Just tell me, what does this guy want? You know, well, I'm not contacting him. I'm not want. bothering him. I'm not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm over here with my hands folded, leaving everybody alone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, ultimately, what everybody wants, love, sex, connection, mm-hmm. to have a partner, to, to be a team. I mean, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't say it in that language, but that's what we all want. Nobody wants to be alone. I mean, the only okay. people who want to be alone most of the time are, I won't even go into that. But I'm saying that's what he wants. You guys just don't know how to get it. Women are the leaders in relationships. I would urge you to step into that role. <clears throat> and, you know, you don't have to say it with confrontation or anger, but, you know, this is a better way to go. Let's work on these problems if we're going to be together. And otherwise, let's end it, you know, and, and do it with kindness and love. And he will follow right along because feeling better feels better. Nobody wants to fight and argue and break up. Right. <clears throat> so let's and see if you right. guys can actually put a plan together when he comes back at the end of the month or 1st of February and actually make it work. Now, do you see him moving in? Do you see him <laughs> saying, listen, I want to take it to the next level. I, I want to live with you. I want. I mean, it needs, to, it needs to get out of this level. We've been in this level for a couple years now. It needs to go somewhere. Well, and to me, going somewhere is not living together. Going somewhere would actually be getting a strategy to have a successful relationship and to quit this back and forth. And living won't so, living together won't solve that. Will you guys? So I hope that if that comes up, that you won't agree to that until you guys are in a more stable place. But you know, okay. with you two, you guys are firecrackers. God, God only knows what you'll agree to. But again. I hope that you'll get a plan in place for what you think will work, not just living together, but let's have 90 days without breaking up. That would be a that would be something different. Well, yeah, and then, and then he was saying hurtful things to me um, in December, like, I'm not dating you. We weren't dating. Like, he says these things, and he knows that hurts me. You know what I mean, Phyllis? Yeah. Come on. Well, so oh. there you go. There's, these are some of the ground rules moving forward. We don't say mean things to each other. We define our relationship and come together on what it is. And, you know, put two or three easy things for each of you to agree to and then start to build on what you can agree upon. And then once you have a few of those stacked up, then fine, move in together, see if you can make it work. Oh, boy, Phyllis, I can't wait to let you know what's going on. I can't wait either, and I'm so glad you called. It's good to hear from you, love, and happy Friday. Yes, right, thank Eva. you. Talk to you again. All right. Um, I'm going to take a very quick break, uh, and when I come back, I'll get to your calls and questions. The number to get on the air is 917-889-2894. Uh, you're listening to Phyllis King. Um, I'm a Common Sense Psychic. Stay with me. Here's a powerful Reiki healing you can easily do on yourself. In three minutes, you can fortify your physical strength, emotional balance, and become self-confident enough to fill the room as you walk into it like celebrities do. Hi, I'm Walter Zajac from PsychicWalter.com. I am a certified psychic and certified Reiki master, and this healing is my gift to you. You should not be driving or operating machinery now. Sit comfortably or lie down and breathe to the rhythm of the music. Keep breathing this way. Be aware of your energy space, three feet in every direction. You and everything in the universe are made up of the same powerful source energy. Feel it all around you and inside of you. It is you, glorious, beautiful, sparkling power, love. Feel this powerful energy as a waterfall, dense and wide, gushing through you, clearing all negative energy. And keep breathing. Now fill your three-foot energy space as densely as possible with source energy. Make the 
sparkling energy thick as gel. Make your space totally dense with all the power of the universe and all the power of you. Feel how strong this makes you feel. Now, fill the room you're in with the same dense universal energy that is you. Feel the cold ceiling against your upper back. Feel the furniture textures. Fill the room as densely as possible with sparkling source energy, thick as gel. Fill the room massively dense with all the power of the universe, all the power of you. Feel big. Be the room. Now, come back to the three foot of space that is you. Gather all of your energy back into you. Make sure you bring all of it back in. Feel how, without any effort at the moment, you're stronger, more alert, lighter, more relaxed. Now fill two rooms. Envelop the furniture. Feel the ceiling against your upper back. Become these rooms. Keep breathing. Fill these rooms as densely as possible with sparkling source energy, thick as gel. Massively, densely full with all the power of the universe, all the power of you. Be as big as these rooms. And now, come back again to the three foot of space that is you. Gather all of your energy back into yourself. Make sure you bring all of it back in. You should feel even stronger than before. More powerful, floating, a bit euphoric. Ready to fill any room with a confident, beautiful you. This makes you more emotionally healthy and physically healthy. You can also keep expanding to bigger places. Come back to you between each one. I'm Walter Zajac from PsychicWalter.com. I wish you powerful love. Oh, that's better. That's Walter Zajac. That's actually my partner. <clears throat> we work together, and he's a great long-distance Reiki healer, and obviously you could feel the good vibes from that audio. <clears throat> okay, so, uh, by the way, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. This is an on-air readings day. Happy Friday. And I have a new book out. Well, it's not super new. It came out in August, The Energy of Abundance, Practical Advice, and Spiritual Wisdom to Achieve Anything. All the principles and such you hear me talk about here on the air are in that book. If you like what you're hearing or you're looking for some insight or some real practical solutions to your life challenges, please pick up my book. It's at most major bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you know, lots of online outlets I'm not even familiar with. People call me from all over and I say, where did you hear about me? And they go, I bought your book. And I go, where? (laughs) Someplace I've never heard of. So you never know what happens out there. And tomorrow is the start of my eight-week course, Calling in the One, uh, Seven Weeks to Attract the Love of Your Life. Kind of confusing, seven weeks, but it takes eight weeks because we take a break. Um, If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area and would like to come, let me know. Um, I could fit a couple more people in. Great, great process. Whether you're in without a relationship, in one that's not working, having the same repeating patterns, it's a great process to go through. For more information, of course, all roads lead to phyllisking.com. Yeah, or email me here at Blog Top. Okay, let's go to area code 813. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Um, Hello, hello. Hi, my name is Nicole. I'm calling from Florida. Oh, hi, Nicole. And what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, um, my my uh, question is similar, like the first caller about her marriage and about similar oh, okay. like that, but without the jo- without the child. <laughs> okay. How long have you guys been together? Um, a year and seven months. 
so are you guys married or are you just um we're married, yeah. Like I said, my call oh, okay. my yeah, my question's similar to the first caller. Okay, and what is uh what is his first name, please? His name is Michael. All right, let's see what I get off you guys. Oh, bup, 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 bup. The good news and the bad news. The good news is sometimes when you, not sometimes, all the time, when you have children, it's usually easier to keep a marriage together because both of you have motivation beyond mm-hmm. yourselves. You know, when you have a kid, all of a sudden your heart is outside of your body. You care about mm-hmm. what happens to them more than you care about yourself. And right. that often helps couples stay together. It it makes them be inspired to go to counseling and to really dig deep <clears throat> what they wouldn't ordinarily do. So that's the bad news for you that you guys don't have that. The good news mm-hmm. is if you don't make it, you don't have a kid. <laughs> okay? And that's mm-hmm. the good news. Yeah that you're not going to have to deal with the ramifications of a breakup and what that does to a little person. But am I predicting that this marriage that this marriage is going to break up? No. I think that there is hope for you too. Um there isn't as much motivation and you know, it looks pretty stressful for both of you. You do love and care about each other, but again, you're hitting the wall and neither of you knows exactly how to make it work. So I guess, like you said, like Mary in New Jersey, you know, are you guys open to some input other than from your friends or family? Are you? I, well, yeah, I I mean, I, yes, I am. Because I feel like outside people are telling my husband the wrong kind of advice. Well, we can't help it. When we love you and we're on your side, we can't help but be biased. And we can't help it. You know, uh, one of my very dearest friends is a therapist. I mean, she's trained in this area. She's to be, you know, impartial. But if I start to talk about a situation and she can tell I'm upset or struggling, she can't help it. And she'll say, I know I'm not being helpful, but I hate him, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. because she wants to support me and she feels for what I'm going through. So, and what about your partner? Would he, is he open to help? We tried the help thing. Uh, we went to two different therapists. And I don't know, there's a lot going on right now. Like, he hasn't been home. He's actually, like, you know, come to visit, so that's about it. The stuff's still here. But, like, now, yeah. uh, I don't know what to call it. I guess you call it separation or something. I don't know. Yeah. He hasn't been home in a while, so. Now, have you guys identified accurately your problems what really the problems are or are you focusing on um like issues? like, like the lady, the lady, like the first caller is all the past mm-hmm. uh issues that keep coming up and the past mistakes that happened and my husband yeah. is but has a hard time letting that go and yeah. uh money is another thing uh it's, it's the biggest problem is is in our marriage is it's about money and everything like that. So, well, look at let's let me just offer this to you. By the way, anybody listening, all of what I'm going to say to Nicole is in my book. So, I'm just going to give it to you for free. Here, <laughs> I'm getting it to you for free anyhow. But couples make one consistent serious mistake, and I, mm-hmm. I kind of started to tell you about this that we focus on topics rather than the issue, and a topic mm-hmm. is. 
especially money. A topic mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I can't trust you. A topic is you're always showing up late. A topic is you don't talk to me. What actually mm-hmm. goes on is the first part of a relationship is always the honeymoon. You, you show mm-hmm. each other your best selves. Each of you see the possibility, the highest possibility available in life. And then somewhere mm-hmm. between month four and five, sometimes sooner, sometimes later, we do what we call we hit up against each other's wounding, what is our unmet needs, those things that were already, let's call it broken or not working in us before we met our partner. And so mm-hmm. let's say you had people in your life who let you down and didn't show up for you and abandoned mm-hmm. you essentially, and so you often felt alone or you often right. felt like nobody had your back. And then all of a sudden your partner stops texting or calling with regularity and you're all of a sudden you start to feel all that why is he abandoning me why you know all of a sudden you start to feel really insecure and that's because mm-hmm. it's touched on some old stuff and we assign it to our partner and we don't have the self-awareness to say you know what this is really triggering you know, and my parents used to leave me on the street corner, you know, never show up for eight hours. You know, it's triggering that. And the good news and the bad news is this is why couples come together, to help each other heal this old stuff. But often we start telling our partner, it's your fault, I'm not happy, you're doing this, and that's why I'm in misery. And and we all do it. It's just the natural course. But if couples can learn to really identify what's going on, that it's not just that you're late, but it's because I feel abandoned and it's hitting all that stuff I went through when I was a kid, and how can Mm -hmm. we take care of that? Or your partner can begin to understand, oh, when I do this, that really sets you off about what your parents did to you or whatnot. Then you can really heal and come closer together. And I think you and your partner need to understand what's really going on inside of yourself so that you can communicate it to each other rather than just point fingers about what you're doing to each other or not to each other. And mm-hmm. um, if your therapist isn't working with you on those levels, you're not going to get anywhere. And it does take yeah, a period my of last, time. My last therapist tried to, like, break us up. He kept talking about divorce and all that stuff. I was like, I, I stopped going. <laughs> yeah, I stopped going. Well, that's yeah. not helpful. Um, I know. Well, yeah, like, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, what if you're single? Then what would you do? Um, uh, you know, every like every time we go see him, we'll try to find, you know, try and like to put ideas, you know, my husband's head. Like, okay, well, you know, it, it was just not working out. It was. It was well, and I can opposite. tell you, uh, I, I actually, you know, I have a lot of friends who are therapists. I love therapists, mm-hmm. but they're not all good therapists, and. You know, a lot of us get into this business because we're all screwed up. And it helps mm-hmm. us to sort through our own stuff when we can help other people sort through our own stuff. But the the t- ideas I'm just talking to you about in terms of women being the leaders, in terms of mm-hmm. looking at issues, not topics, and, and, and having the self-awareness to understand our reactions underneath it to be able to communicate is not something all therapists really understand. A lot of them do, but a lot of them don't. So you have right. to understand that it's not an even playing field. Just like there's five million psychics in the United States of America, but we're all different. We all have different right. experience. We all have a different way. So shop around. But um, short right. of you guys doing some of that work, 
I'm not convinced that you can get through this and you need a willing partner and someone who's not, who's disappearing and not staying in communication, you know, it's one thing yeah. to agree. Like, you know, our previous caller, Mary, had said, well, you know, he went away for a week. They were in agreement about it. It wasn't just like randomly, I decide not to come home and tell you about it. That's a, right. that's a real breach of trust. And that will never work. Right. You've got to be a team, even when you're going through difficult things. Right. So, you know, yeah. if it were me, I would talk to him the next time you talk to him or set a time to talk and find out what you guys really want. And if you're willing to go at this again, and at the very least, you know, I think for 12 bucks you could get my book off of Amazon. There's some practical tools and things in there that you guys could grasp these concepts. And if he buys in, at least you mm-hmm. have something to work with and something to go on. And if not, here's the other good news, Nicole, <clears throat> is that when you mm-hmm. contribute something authentically to a relationship, to a job, to any situation, when you put the real stuff out there, the goodness of right. you, it's going to come back to you. If not from the person you're with, the job you're with, whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to come mm-hmm. back to you. That's the law of cause and effect. So if yeah. the worst case happens and you guys can't pull it together, it doesn't mean you're going to be alone and can't have a happy relationship or a happy marriage. So I'm asking mm-hmm. you to trust the process, trust life to support you and you know, roll up your sleeves and go back at it and see if he'll well, there's another, jump on board. There's another, there's another issue. My husband says he loves me, but he's not in love with me. So that's another issue. Oh, brother, I hate that. That's such yeah. BS. That's BS. Yeah. I asked my. I already talked to my husband. He says, "You know how I feel." He says, "I I love you, but I'm not in love with you." Yeah. Well, that's just a cover story for. I don't know how to maintain intimacy, and I'm a child. I'm not a grown-up. That's what that is. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So, I mean, don't take that in and have you start feeling like crap about yourself and like there's something wrong with you. Why doesn't he love me? You know, Mm -hmm. that's on him. And, you know, it just represents you guys have some work to do, him probably more than you on the self-awareness level. And that's what makes relationships successful. Both people being willing to look at their own stuff, take responsibility, and then do your best to heal it. So mm-hmm. you got your I'll work cut out Another for you. question. So, another question. Um, okay. Do you see my marriage lasting? Well, you know, download the archive of this show because I pretty much answered that already. Uh, sorry. But it's... Right now, I would say there's a 70% chance, given the momentums that are going, it's not going to make it. But it doesn't mean you guys can't implement some strategies and turn it around. It's up to you guys. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right, love. I wish you the best, and do call back again if you'd like to get um, a little further with it. Okay. Thank you so much. All right, Nicole. It's tough. You know, relationships are, spiritually speaking, our mechanisms for growth. You know, here's a lesson most people don't usually want to hear, but I'm going to share it anyhow because it's important to understand. We're part of a consciousness, all of us. You know, we couldn't be separate if we wanted to. You know, you're not over there. I'm not over here. We're all connected whether we want to be or not. And each of us is a spiritual being, not just a body. And how we make the collective consciousness grow 
is by expanding ourselves. If we stop expanding, learning, and growing, the greater consciousness stops as well. So when you come into the human experience, it's for growth. It's for expansion. And relationships are the absolute best mechanisms for growth that we have. We want to be in love. We want sex. We want good times. We want children. We want all these things. It's kind of like the carrot that's dangled to keep us motivated to continue to learn and grow and expand. And if you undertake, if you at least adopt that perspective and partial, then you can stay focused on the bigger picture and not take it personally when someone else behaves badly and just go, oh, you know, I'm not defined by this experience. Rather, I have power to grow around it. And then when you overcome a difficulty, you realize how powerful you are and you become wiser, you become more compassionate, you become stronger, all the various things that uh, create a happy and peaceful life. So there you have it. And as you hear, Nicole's going through it. I mean, that's the hardest thing. You know, you're in love with someone, they've withdrawn, they're not accessible, and you both have, and both of them have personal work to do, and you're not quite sure what to do. Uh, and it's painful. There's no doubt about it. But the best part about pain and any form of hardship, it, it forces contrast where we look and we see and get focused on what we have to do <clears throat> to improve our circumstance. So that's the good news and the bad news. There's been a lot of that with Nicole's call. Okay, let's see where we are. Area code, let me see, um, 862. Hello, how are you? What's your name? Hi, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, My name is Shamar, and I'm from New Jersey. Oh, are you in the chat room? I guess I am. Oh, okay. So what are we going to talk about? What's your question? Uh, well, um, honestly, like I'm like I, honestly, it's been a while since I've you know done something like this. So, but definitely open to it. Oh, uh, <laughs> and you call no, my honestly, show? I, Are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. Honestly, I I met someone um in, in a period when I um, I was I was sick, so I I had just came out of something. I wouldn't say just came out of something, but I came out of something. Um. That was, you know, it, it did a lot to me emotionally, spiritually, stuff like that. Long story short, I met someone, and you know, it was started off real light, and then one day I was like, you know, I was going through, I had, a, I had a sickness, so you know, and as I was getting better, she would kind of comment on my, my Facebook posts and things of that nature. So I reached out to her, you know, we exchanged numbers. Um, well, there was a period between Christmas and New Year's where she went, you know, silent on me, and I didn't know what was going on, so I reached out to someone that knew her. And, you know, just, just having, like, a casual conversation, nothing too, you know, too personal. Not, actually, nothing really personal, but just asking different questions because I was just trying to figure out how to gauge what was going on. She ended up reaching back out maybe the first week of the new year. So, I like, you know, and I, I've totally forgot about the conversation that I had with the uh, the mutual friend that she and I have. Um, well, that conversation came back up. What pro- I mean, honestly, like, and I, this is a, someone that I, I've known for, maybe seven, six or seven years, and it's, it's like, you know, what prompted him to bring back up the conversation, but she caught wind of the conversation, and she was upset. And so now, <laughs> in a space where uh, I'm just trying to figure out how to gauge what direction to go in with her, you know, since, you know, I, I, she's pretty, you know, still upset about it, and that's her right to be upset. Um, I felt like I've apologized as much as I possibly, you know, could about offending her however I did offend her. 
And I don't again, understand my, what you what was offensive. What did you apologize uh, well, for? Well, well, it's just I guess asking something. Honestly, probably something I could have asked her. You know, just you know, and, and she felt like, you know, I, I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't even know. And, and, and just from, the, just from <laughs> well, that's where I am. What? There, this doesn't make sense to me. And when something doesn't make sense, I always mm-hmm. know there's a piece of the story missing, and you may not have it. And so when I look at the energy, the first thing before you even told me this this story about what's gone down between you, I was like, oh my god, this woman has met someone else. Or you know she's dating someone else. She's interested in someone else. That there's some you know she's there's a whole other thing going on here that you know nothing about. So and, I mean, and honestly, and that's and that's perfectly fine. Like because we are like I'm a very honest person, and I'll tell anybody when I meet them. I'm like, listen, whatever you know, whatever's going on, you know, um, you know, I'm 39. Like it's, I'm not saying that I experienced everything, but I've experienced enough in his life to where not much phases me. You know, so you being mm-hmm. her being honest about that, I wouldn't have been offended by or hurt by. So not everybody I mean, I mean, can be like you, though. I mean, what you've just described, I, I mean, I think that's fantastic. But I think you take for granted that other people will do that and can do that. Because I think there's I mean, a part of her that likes having your attention and likes having whatever you guys might have, whatever she wants to have it. But I get a really strong feeling there's a whole lot more to this story that you don't know about, and it and it centers around her being interested in someone else. Yeah, I, I kind of figured as much, but I was like, let me just kind of because I, I haven't been on Blog Talk in a minute, so I was just like, you know, and I just came across the page, and I was like, you know what, you know, just honestly, just, and, and that's and for me, it's just like again at this point in life, and you know, in the direction I'm going in, it's just listen, just let's cut to the chase. Just, that's, that's how I've been approaching Thank everything. Thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. far as just being, you know, there's people, and, you know, everybody's so sensitive nowadays, and nobody can be sometimes brutally honest with someone. It's just like, listen, sometimes you need you need that, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, well, so I'm but definitely you know, gonna... I also think the tell the telltale signs are when someone starts putting you so, through some really unreasonable changes, and like when you're telling me I'm story your story, I'm like, what what is he apologizing for? What did he do that so requires so much? regret and I'm like you you didn't do anything and when someone starts you know putting you through that kind of weirdness I mean that's a good sign that this probably isn't the greatest match I'm right you know and I'm like I'm like Natasha I'm like you know what I'm like you know I'm like I'm just trying to reach out like I had reached out to her last night and you know and I heard you know I heard like the energy I picked up from her like it was like I'm at work Uh, like not, not like that but it was like I'm at work I'm like okay normally she's enthusiastic when I call so I knew that she was really, just by hearing her voice, she was mm-hmm. really, really upset. You know, so I was like, okay. Well, and that right there lets you know, well, she's not upset. She's lying to you. I'm sorry. I keep saying it. And you're a great guy. Why would mm-hmm. she not be happy to hear from you? What's her problem? I would take I that mean, as like, boy, she's she's lost her way. I, I mean, you know what? Honestly, like, you know, because I, you know, I, part of me was just like, you know, I finally met somebody I actually like, sincerely like. You know, and I'm like, you know, and I just, you know, and people like every, all of us have just different things about us, un, 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 unsavory things about us. But I'm like, you know, I sincerely like us. So I'm just like, okay, I don't want, I didn't want to think that it could possibly be something else that was going on. Okay, so all right, so you opened that door, um, Shamar. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me what's unsavory about you. Um, I can, you know, just my stubbornness. I mean, you know, I have no problems with sharing. I'm, I'm my stubbornness. 
Cool. Savory makes it sound like you're a child molester or something. I mean, being stubborn is fine. Well, I mean, come on. I just think you're giving this woman way too much credit. I mean, honestly, I I understand. I I hear you. You're like, yeah, I finally found someone I can connect to, and I'm kind of interested in her. But she's sort of showing you who she is. She's sort of showing you that she's intolerant. And from my read, I think she's uh, not honest. And I think that she doesn't know how to, you know, she'd rather try and keep you around and play this game with you than tell you the truth that she might be interested in someone else and thinking about ending it. You know, I don't like that. You know, it doesn't feel good to have someone say, yeah, I think I'm moving on, but it feels better than you going crazy and going, what the hell is going on? What? The, what? It makes It's crazy making. And that's, right. just, that's just not fair. No, I, I I definitely agree with you. I definitely I, I went through that with um, the mother of my son, and mm-hmm. you know, and I learned so much. It's, as painful as that situation was, I learned so much from it. And you know, mm-hmm. just from where I am right now, like that's the one that said, "Listen, I don't anything remotely close to that." I'm like, "Okay, I'll see you later." <laughs> you know, so I mean, well. I, 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 I again, I thank you for your honesty. I'm definitely going to start following you on blog talk. <laughs> okay. This is not. I, and I'll say, and I'll say this: I have a friend who talks to mediums and um, and passive, you know, psychics, things of that nature, clairvoyance, and and you know, she talks about it all the time. And me, honestly, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm I'm in church all the time, so you know, I'm not saying I'm not definitely not put off by it, but you know, um, you know, we have those conversations about different things. And so yeah. last night, last, I, I tell you, you know what, last night something in me was like, you know what, maybe I should give this a try. <laughs> well. You sure landed in an interesting spot today, and all I'll tell you is I'm not a medium. I'm a large. So just take that with you. <laughs> I don't do anything Listen. small. I do it all big, okay? So, I love it. Honestly, you know I love what? it, but I'm going to definitely follow you. Yeah, oh, thank you, Shamar. I appreciate it. And I'm just going to leave you with this. When you finally do have a conversation with this woman, you know, just put it all out there and, and let her come to the table or kick her to the curb. It's like you deserve more, and I'm sure you will find more. And if it doesn't work out with her, you're going to be into something else real quick. You're not going to be alone. You're a good guy. And, you know, don't settle for less than what you deserve. Thank you very much. I'm definitely going to call All you right, with another day. Sounds great. I look forward to it. Have a great Friday. Looking for All right. Yeah, you know, I tell Shamar the same thing I tell. Usually I'm telling this to women, but don't settle. There's no reason to settle. And we, we get what we settle for. When, and usually we settle for what we think we deserve. And if we think we deserve to be kind of jerked around and have people play games with us, then we get it. But if we think, no, I'm not going to stick around for that. There's There's got to be somebody out there who's not going to play these games and who's not going to do this kind of stuff. And there are. They're out there. There's lots of good people out there. So don't settle. Okay. And if you just tuned into the show, I am Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic, finishing up an on-air readings hour here. We've got some time left here. Let me see who's been on hold the longest. Boy, a lot of you have been on hold a long time. I so appreciate that. It's not easy. Um, let's go to area code 402. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. This is Diana. I'm in Nebraska. <clears throat> okay. What's your question, Diana? Well, it's kind of along the lines what you've been discussing this hour, only I'm on the other side of that. I'm finally at the point in my life where I'm no longer dating the same man. I got to that point where I said <laughs> I'm not going to settle anymore. I'm dating this fantastic man, but this, and it feels Yay. like my clear. It's just, it, it, 
it's it's a whole new animal for me. So my question is, I'm I'm looking for an impressions you might have onto um, how I can best drive this relationship and move it forward. Like I said, it's a whole new animal for me since I finally found what could be the the best match for me. Well, first of all, fantastic! Congratulations on changing you. what you're attracting. Good for you. But I would just pick up on something you said where you said, what do I need to do to drive this relationship and push it in the right direction? Absolutely nothing. You don't have to drive anything. And if and if anything, I would change the words from drive it to just allow it to happen. Stay in the natural rhythm of the relationship. Be responsive. Be intentional. But you don't have to rush, push, force, or worry about anything. And, you know, the phrase I tell many of my clients is, don't push the river, flow with the river. And that's all I can say to you in this. This came to you organically because of the work you've done on yourself and in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't have to push, pull, worry, fret, do somersaults, anything. Just honor it, be intentional, and stay really present, and you're not going to have a problem. Okay. That sounds easy. That's, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that easy. No, I, I well, thought I might have heard you say that women kind of drive the relationship earlier, but maybe I just heard you incorrectly. Well, let me phrase that in a different way. I say women are the leaders. And when gotcha. we lead, we lead with allowing and permission and, and that type of uh, – perspective or point of view then they follow us if they love us they follow us and they mirror and model that same behavior to us and they think it was their idea when they shift so it's the perfect thing okay that makes perfect sense say thank you very much for explaining that (laughs) you're welcome good luck to you and congratulations i'm happy it's wonderful thank you very much all right have a good weekend yeah, you know, I think we start to get something new, like Diane, Diane expressed. All of a sudden, we've been working on ourselves, doing the law of attraction, doing whatever, whatever, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, we have something different. Like, oh, my God, I got something different. Now what? Well, then we continue to behave differently. We continue to practice the things we've been learning and doing, and certainly staying and allowing and in the flow is where we always want to be. Okay, who's on hold next along us? Okay, area code 860. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you? Hi, caller. Hello, hello. Going once. Okay, going twice. Probably got tired of holding. That person was on for 45 minutes, so um, I'll try back to them if the next call goes south. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, hello, Phyllis. This is Raul from Seattle. Oh, my goodness, Raul. Great. Great to talk to you. So <laughs> Yes, I know. Um, I'm so lucky I got squeezed in. Yeah. So what's happening? What are we going to talk about today, love or something different? Yeah, no, love, love. Let's continue with that one. I, I, I met this new lady. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Yay. Going to, I'm, going on a, I'm going on a second date on Saturday. Uh, I'm not fully intimidated. I just wanted to hear if you have any advice for me uh, about her. Her name is Kim. Uh, mm-hmm. She's just lovely, 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 and 
Oh, uh, I'm, I'm actually excited. I mean, she really, we, I think we hit it off pretty good. And we're I, yeah. I just one of the here where you have to say. Well, first of all, um, she's going to be into you. So I think you've got the makings of a good beginning here that this is someone who's really going to be into you. And all I want to say to you is that you're a sweet, good-hearted person. And just make sure she doesn't run you over. You know, just make sure she doesn't like want to, jump on, put a saddle, and start riding, and I'll write, take you off into the sunset in two weeks. And and there's a way to kind of deal with that so you don't hurt a first person's feelings or let them think that you're not interested. Uh, and, you know, but I think there's a lot of reassurance that, yeah, I'm into you too, and this is a good thing, and, you know, there's no rush. We can take our time, but, you know, and I'm not going to see anybody else. I'll see you until we can figure, you know, Sort of that, some of those reassurances will be helpful. My only concern is that, you know, like, like I said, she's going to want to like go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's actually my same age, and she's a very uh, busy professional. She makes probably five times more money than I do, and, and those things mm-hmm. might be playing a little bit of a role, whether because she's got more time flexibility, and uh, mm-hmm. and also, um, I don't know. I was just curious about that dynamic. I, I feel, I think I feel pretty secure about myself, but every once in a while I waver a little bit when it comes to that. Do you have any advice at all? Well, I think that's true for a lot of people. And, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll reveal a little secret about a lot of women. A lot of women who are really successful in business and do really well professionally, um, probably, a lot of them aren't doing that well in their personal life. You know, and there's all kinds of reasons for it. I don't have time to get into on this call, but just because she's skilled professionally doesn't mean she's going to be skilled in the relationship department. And so, you know, all I can say is a little bit of what I said to, I think it was Diane in Nebraska, or it's, you know, it's really about um, being present, staying in a flow, not rushing, pushing, forcing, being kind, not reactive. I mean, just being um, a stable, steady person and, honoring yourself, trusting your gut, and, and you know, responding in the moment in the most compassionate way, always thinking about what's best for the situation. And, you know, I think you won't have a problem. And, and you'll decide if you can handle, you know, I think you said her name was Kim, if you can handle her energy or not. And it, But it seems like a good beginning. It seems like there's something here worth, you know, giving a go. You, you did tell me that um, that I was going to meet somebody new at the beginning of the year, so kudos to you. Oh, You've okay. been so helpful. All you have right. no idea. It's just really, really Thank really you, Raul. Well, I'm, I'm glad for that. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, I'll and this look show forward also, to your yeah. update. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to look forward to your update, and as always, it's great to hear from you. Uh, thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful All weekend. Right. appreciate it. You too. Have a good day. I'm just going to try real quick to see if area code 860 is there. Are you there, caller? Now, well, maybe they're just listening, but, God, someone has been on hold the whole show. I just don't want to uh, put them on on hold indefinitely. Okay, so we had a question in the chat room from M. Sandoval976, and she says to me, um, can you tell me if it's time to move on from the person I've been seeing? His initials are I-N-G. If that helps, I felt connected to him on so many levels, a different type of connection, but he often has a lot of things going on that he's constantly apologizing for, like he doesn't have time for what he wants to commit to. Well, you know, it might be a little premature to call it off at this point. 
rather uh, as soon as you can, I would take time to sit down and have a meeting of the minds, you know, to sit down and say, you know, what's up? And how can we do this differently so that you're not always apologizing and I can get my needs met? What can we do? It's the first of the year. You know, let's just take some time to think through this. And if you get someone who's going to make those commitments with you, then you know you've got a keeper. If he refuses to sit down and have the conversation and try and come up with strategies to correct the the problems that are uh, causing the, the issue, then I think you'll have your answer, all right? But I think you need to go a little bit further with it, okay? And for all of you listening, the reason you want to go further is it, with it is there's nothing more important than completion in relationships because if you have unresolved questions or you break up or whatever you do on a whim, then you haven't done the learning, you haven't gone through the whole cycle that you're supposed to go through with a person, and then you have these open ended feelings which continue to play out in your creative process affecting who you pull into your life in your next relationship so it's very important to complete and feel whether you're happy or sad about an ending that you feel you've complete you've done all you're supposed to do all you can do okay uh now look at the show went quick i'm sorry for those of you who are on hold i wasn't able to get to today next week i'll be back on the air again on fridays But I thank you for being here, whether it's live or to the download. I do appreciate it. And you've been listening to Phyllis King, and I am your Common Sense Psychic. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.